It's Friday, October 21st, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. Great to be with you as we close this week out together. I hope it's been a great week for you and that you were enjoying the beauty of this fall. Um, One more week of 2 Timothy coming up next week, and I hope you're ready for it. It's going to be a wonderful time uh, really diving into these final greetings of Paul. Before we get there, we finish up uh, verse 17 today, or we're close to finishing up verse 17, and we talk about Paul's mission to the Gentiles and what that looks like for us today. Let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 4, and we're looking at verses 9 through 18. Do your best to come to me soon, for Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Cretans has gone to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Luke alone is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. Tychicus I have sent to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I sent that I left with Carpus at Troas, also the books and above all the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Beware of him yourself, for he strongly opposed our message. At my first defense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil did and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We're looking today at this little phrase that all the Gentiles might hear it. The literal word here for Gentiles is ethnos, ethnos. This is the word for nations or ethnicities. We, we talk about all of the nations, everybody from every ethnic group, from every tribe, tongue, people, and nation coming to the Lord and being joined together in one great heavenly kingdom. One of the missions of Paul was to go to the Gentiles. He is, in fact, called the apostle to the Gentiles, to the nations, He didn't stay in Jerusalem. He didn't stay in Judea and Israel. He went to the nations, to Asia Minor. He went into what is now Italy. We believe he made it all the way to Spain at one point, sharing the gospel. He went to the Gentiles. And as we get from the speech that he gives to Agrippa, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Paul had been hauled in front of uh, Agrippa and Festus. These are Roman rulers. And he has the opportunity to share the entirety of the gospel, even what he had experienced on the road to Damascus and his connection, uh, his, his, his relationship with Jesus Christ. He's able to talk about all of this. And he even says, hey, Agrippa, I'd love you to follow Jesus, not just you, but everybody who's here listening. That was the mission of his life, to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to anybody who would hear it, that all the Gentiles, that all the nations would hear it. This was a driving force for Paul, and it remains a driving force for the church today. It's hard to believe, but there are all kinds of people who have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. According to the Joshua Project, now this is an organization that we uh, use here at Goodwill Church to help us strategize our global mission work. According to the Joshua Project at joshuaproject.net, there are 7,417 unreached people groups. 
That's a 42.6% of all of the people groups out there. 42%, more than 42% are unreached. Now that means that these groups lack enough followers of Christ and lack enough resources to evangelize their own people. Right, So there are many places where there are unbelievers. There's unbelievers all over the place here in the United States. But we have enough followers of Christ. We have enough resources to evangelize our own people. So we're not considered unreached. But 7,417 different uh, different people groups are completely unreached. That's approximately 3.37 billion people. 3.37 billion people unreached by the gospel who've never heard. Paul's mission was to be strengthened by God to go even in chains before Roman rulers so that the message might be fully proclaimed that the Gentiles might hear all the Gentiles. He wanted all of the nations, all of the ethnos, all of the people groups to come and hear the good news of Jesus Christ. He's not not thinking that everybody's going to become a Christian, but he wants everybody to be able to hear the gospel. I want that too. Do you? We want people to have heard the gospel. This is why missions matters. I have the privilege of being the the pastor of global missions here at Goodwill Church. I get to oversee the global mission work. We are trying to reach as many people with the gospel as possible. I have the privilege of serving on the World Outreach Committee here in the Evangelical Presbyterian Church, and we oversee the global workers in all kinds of countries around the world, from the Far East to the Middle East to the to Southern Europe, to Northern Europe, to Eastern and Western Europe, South America, Africa. We have missionaries all over the place in the EPC because we are driven by a desperate desire for all of the nations to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, that that God loves them, that he is for them, that he sent his son Jesus Christ to redeem them. Oh, that they might put their faith in Jesus Christ, repent of their sins, and follow him. This is why global missions needs to happen. But here's what's amazing about the United States. The nations have come to us. Just this week, I was in a conversation with somebody talking about how we can care for Ukrainian refugees who are coming to the United States because of what's happening over there. There's refugee crisis after refugee crisis, and many of them are looking to the United States And we can see this as a burden or we could see this as a great opportunity. The nations are coming to us. What a great opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and see people's lives transformed by the faith in God, by saving faith in Jesus Christ, transformed by the indwelling presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Would we, like Paul, long for the day that the nations have all heard the gospel? And would we be involved in global missions and local missions to the nations? We, of course, need financial help, but goodwill goes. We're trying to reach the nations for the gospel that way. 
But we also want to be aware of who lives in our neighborhood, who, who, who goes to work with us, who, who is marrying into our family. Let's, let's have wide arms, excited about the different people groups, different ethnicities, different experiences that are coming near, people with different backgrounds, because now we can build relationships with them in the hope that we can share the gospel with them in the hope that they join us on that final day when Christ returns and gathers his elect from the four winds. And we enter into glory together, sons and daughters of the King Most High. We have that privilege, and we want so many more to join us. Would we be a people who are regularly praying for the nations? Here's a resource I want to put before you. It's called Operation World. So if you're in the car right now, then do me a favor and come back to this. JoshuaProject.net, there's a resource that they offer. It's called Operation World, and there are prayer guides, there are prayer videos, prayer cards. There's even a book that you can pick up that helps you to be praying about those around the world who've never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Would we be a church of prayer for the nations, and would we be at work together as a church, reaching the lost around the world and here at home. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for organizations like the Joshua Project who have a clear-eyed understanding of the size of the task ahead of us. We need to be reaching people with the gospel. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be about proclaiming the full message of Jesus Christ to the nations, to the Gentiles. Lord, because that was on the heart of somebody else, we receive, for we are a part of those nations. We are a Gentile people, and yet we've received the gospel because somebody went and proclaimed and taught, and folks were saved, and they passed that faith down from generation to generation to generation. Would we continue that task here at home and around the world? Thank you for the privilege of serving your global church Help us all to take this seriously. Would we be prayer warriors for the nations? Thank you for these resources. JoshuaProject.net, Operation World. Help us, Lord, to be a people of prayer for your work around the world. We love you, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being with me today. I'll see you right back here again on Monday as we have our final week in 2 Timothy together. God bless. See you then.